Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap, they're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It is March 24th, 2021. It's the list in your boy, number 207. We got bunches of stuff to talk about. My eyes are still dry. My arm is sore, but by God, I made it. I play through the pain, Jimmy. Oh, do you ever? Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You don't. You don't complain at all. So, uh, first thing I want to do is, is say today would have been my dad's 83rd birthday. So I want to say happy birthday to my dad. Would have been his 83rd birthday. And the next thing that I want to say, Sean Rossap, do you know what May 29th uh, signifies? You know what that what that date is about? May 29th. I know what May 19th is. What's that? It's the release date of See No Evil uh, in, I think, 2005, 2006. How every- the hell do you know that? How do I know that? Because WWE made a giant storyline out of it when anytime anybody would say May 19th, Kane would beat the shit out of them. I don't remember that anymore. Yeah. But May 29th is the tentative date for Iron Mike Tyson stepping into the ring in an exhibition fight against the real deal Evander Holyfield. Sober as a judge. And here's my question for you. Is Mike Tyson going to smoke marijuana before that fight, Sean Rossap? I don't think he will. Oh, yes, he will. I don't think he will. But you know what? Evander Holyfield's going to walk out to that ring with his Affy Award in one hand. <laughs> I should send it to him. I should send it to him. <laughs> he should. Uh, oh, my gosh. Did I ever tell you, did I ever tell you that, that I did a couple calls with Evander back in the day when I, when I did some business with him? And his manager told me, don't swear. Oh, wow. They're like, don't swear. Evander doesn't like that. 
He's like Dan Housen. Oh, yeah? It. Yeah, uh, right. but I'm going to get Dan Housen to curse next week. Uh, by the way, guys, let's get the plugs out of the way. Fast Lane was this past weekend. TK Trinidad kicked ass on that show. It was great. Had an interview with Thunder Rosa last week. This week is ROH 19th anniversary. I had Sledge this past week. He talked about advice from Steve Austin and all kinds of stuff. Tomorrow, I've got another interview with EC3 dropping. It feels like we're doing one every couple of months, but there's always something new to talk about. Uh, And also, uh, this weekend, we're doing coverage of ROH 19th. So, you know, enjoy all that. Breaking news all the time at Fightful Select. But if you're here, thumbs up, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications, and donate a super chat. That gets your question or statement read on the air. But, Jimmy, today is the day that I expose you for the fraud that you are. And, and and I don't just have your stock trading portfolio, my friend. I, I've got a lot more. I, the, the GOAT journalist, super serious, impartial, professional journalist uh-huh. that I am, tracked down footage of Joel Pearl's win. And I'm putting Joel Pearl's name in air quotes too, because I don't know if it is his real name (laughs) or if it's an online pseudonym. And his tournament win, I'm going to show that today on Listing Your Boy. I found the footage. So it was a phenomenal victory for Joel Pearl. The finish was incredible. I don't know how you have footage because no cameras were allowed. The reason no cameras were allowed was I might have gone over capacity limits in Rio. Mm. And I didn't want to deal with any potential legal repercussions. So no cameras were allowed at the venue. Well, but it, you went over capacity anyway as per the terms of my contract. Because if you sent him to Rio and you didn't me, that's got to be some sort of of – like violation of, of whatever deal that I signed last year. No, I, I told you somebody had to stick around to, to keep an eye on Fightful and you drew the, the short straw. So you got to stick around and, and oversee the site, man. Well, we're already getting super chats. Aaron Entertainment says SRS versus Joel should main event. Um, WrestleMania 37. I'm, I'm yeah. going to kick his ass. I'm going to kick his ass this year. <laughs> People keep saying they didn't get the intro. That's wild. Oh, yeah? uh, it aired, guys. I don't know I what to it, tell yeah. you. Um, the intro aired. Sorry. Hopefully, I it guess. Uh, JJ says, I'm here for the footage. My clients, uh, Jeremy or Joe, can they get the first title shot and a pay raise? Uh, Jeremy has gotten like two or three pay raises and a completely new revenue stream. Uh, Joe got a giant Christmas bonus as well. So the answer is no and no, I think, uh, would be would be right. Hannah says, 2006, it was the date of my sister. It was the date my sister graduated high school, and I had nightmares about that Kane storyline. I was terrified. You don't remember that, Jimmy? No. There, there, there's so, so many little things over the years I just don't remember anymore. I don't remember. Obviously, I remember when he did see No Evil. I don't recall that being part of a storyline. Uh, Interesting. No. Interesting. Um, so i one of my fondest memories of that story they did it was a pretty smart idea to remind people when that movie was dropping sure they should do shit like that more often but i remember one time i can't remember who sean michaels was mad at but kane was walking away from the ring and shane mcmahon grabbed this guy's lifeless body it was like may 19th may 19th <laughs> and kane came back and beat the guy up <laughs> uh, isn't it amazing that they didn't promote sasha banks and the mandalorian it is isn't that amazing it's like one of the hottest shows on television and they didn't promote it 
It is it is so mind-boggling. Hannah M yeah. says, no cameras allowed. Didn't he say the footage was lost last week? Seems sus. You know, it's funny. Those because- words didn't come out of my mouth because, no, there is no footage. There wasn't. There were no cameras. Well, that's funny because I heard there was also no footage of me getting attacked, and that, that investigation is still underway. I'm going to find I- out. I might hire staff full time to figure that one out. I've thought about it. I thought about, you know, that not that I want to get too deep, but sometimes in my core business, if people try to skip out on paying the bill and if we have to find them, sometimes I hire a PI to look them up. You know that? Do you? Yes. Legitimately. Okay. So, cause part of the collection process, I've thought about hiring a PI. Tom Selleck. Just, yeah. Tom Selleck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you could use the payday. I've thought about hiring a PI just to try to figure out who pushed that shit down onto you because that those those actions i don't i don't condone that in my company Sean. it's amazing you know? they had cameras hooked to everything while it happened too so they knew exactly what they were doing they knew exactly what they were doing yeah well uh justin lopez celebrating birthday this past week said it was the con man rob conway sean he, i don't think he lives that far from me actually oh, really but rob wilkins says curious question when wwe says they come to an agreement on the release of a wrestler can that agreement have a clause Example, Andrade can't go to AEW. Absolutely. For a certain certain amount of time, yeah. Sure. Permanently, I mean, they can agree to whatever they want. Permanently, no, no. I mean, if if Andrade wants to agree to that, they they certainly can. But but I mean, there there is no template in stone. They can add whatever custom clause they want. But you're right. It's got to be mutually agreed to, obviously. Yeah. Uh, So lots of discussion going on this, this week about the. Main event of WrestleMania. 69 names Deegan says, what's up, dudes? If Bianca and Sasha doesn't main event, it's completely WWE's fault because fans wanted this red-hot feud to main event. Hashtag just book better. I completely agree, Jimmy. This was a slam dunk, a layup, an alley-oop, a free throw. And they went and decided, oh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have these two characters. Again, one of the most dominant, easy superstar figures, Bianca Belair, and one of the best in-ring workers they've ever had, Sasha Banks, and we're going to have them lose. I know. And and their characters are so similar in terms of the confidence and in terms of them both thinking they're the best and everything. It's uh, it's mind-boggling what they've done. There's not many matches on the card, on the WrestleMania card, that really appeal to me, if I'm being honest. Not a lot uh, because of the way the booking's gone, but let's talk first about the WrestleMania schedule because we're starting to get some clarity a little bit. Okay. So night one, they're talking Lashley McIntyre uh, for the WWE title, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, SmackDown Women's title, Bad Bunny against The Miz, which we'll talk about in a minute. That's slated for night one. Night two so far, they've announced Roman Reigns' edge for the Universal title, possibly to include Daniel Bryan. I know that you've said that Daniel Bryan's scheduled to be added. Yep. The Fiend against Randy Orton uh, is scheduled for night two. And there's three matches that have been announced but not yet listed under a certain night which is the New Day against AJ Styles and Omos, Braun Strowman, Shane McMahon, and Oscar Rhea Ripley, which may or may not include Charlotte Flair. So the main event. To me, this is almost a tough call because Sasha and Bobby, not that Bianca and Drew aren't deserving because they are, but in terms of Sasha and Bobby both kind of hitting their stride and both kind of you know getting to a certain, certain point, they both deserve it. Yeah. Uh, and so it makes it challenging I think they should give it to Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, um, because there's different reasons. Number one, it, it, it makes it a little bit different. They're going to do Roman Edge and, and Brian Night Two main event. Makes sense that they would go with say Bobby Lashley to open or uh, Bobby Drew to open Night One, sure, and then finish with Bianca and Sasha. That makes sense to me. Now I'm not going to say that they're going to pattern it over Takeover, 
You know, I'm not going to suggest that, but night one of takeover is going to be Io Shirai, Raquel Gonzalez main eventing. Yeah. So it makes sense that they would do it. And one other thing that I want to point out, and again, not that it means anything. I've seen interviews that Sasha's done and Bianca's done mainstream interviews. Both of them have publicly called for it to be the main event. I've also seen interviews with Drew and Bobby Lashley. They haven't said shit. Yeah. Um, and quite frankly, I don't know if they care. And, and I think both the Bobby, especially is a, he's a, he's a veteran going back years. I don't know if he cares, but I think that they both understand the girls have worked hard too. And, yes. and, and they deserve the opportunity. So my gut tells me Sasha Bianca are going to get it. But uh, what do you think? What, who do you think deserves it between those, those two matchups? Sasha Bianca um, to me for, for so many reasons, both for reasons that we just mentioned and just, other just a million reasons yeah. for PR reasons yeah. for history reasons they they should do it and Sasha and Bianca two women of color main right. eventing this show you don't you also don't have to lean on well the one time that women main evented WrestleMania because this is here's your silver platter you yep. got two main events all those times they they bullshitted us and said WrestleMania has four main events this year. And yeah. I say that in Byron Saxton's voice, because of course he's going to be the person that says that. <laughs> well, we've got a lot of main events. Well, no, you don't. You got two this year, Bianca and Sasha. And then whatever Roman Reigns does night yep. two, that's what it should be. Uh, yep. 69 names. Deegan says Drew doesn't need a main event two years in a row. If, if this wasn't on a silver platter, I would say, yeah, sure. Uh, we had somebody uh, Anakin JMT say, I see it how I did Mania 35. Kofi had the hotter story, but the women, especially Becky, earned it. Sasha earned it after her work last year. Sasha's earned it after her work for the last five or six years. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that particular year, Becky was a hotter star than Kofi. Mm-hmm. And so and so it kind of made sense to do what they did. I don't think you can necessarily say Sasha's a hotter star right now than Bobby or Drew. I, I but, don't think you can either. Yeah. And that's that's WWE's fault. Right. That's WWE's fault for having them lose a lot. I agree. Because nobody was excited for them to do a tag team title match. We mentioned it on the air. Like Sasha fans are fiercely loyal. And they yeah. were they were like, we don't want this tag title match. Like, yeah. this is stupid. We know what's going to happen. She's going to lose a bunch. Yeah. They've lost a match together as a team every month since December. Yeah. So it ain't good. Why are they pretending they like each other? This is This is a dumb, bad build. Yeah, And I, I had people that pointed to Rock and Austin at Mania 17. And they said, oh, well, look look at what they did. And look at how they built it around Deborah." And I was like, I think you might want to go back and look at the wins and loss records just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And for people that pretend that doesn't matter, that's exactly the kind of fan WWE wants. And exactly the kind of fan that they retain at this point. People that will apologize for anything. This has been bad. And Bianca yeah. and Sasha are not rocking Austin with four or five years on top of the business behind them. And this ain't WrestleMania 17, my friend. Yeah, maybe the hottest ever, yeah. Yes, this is not that. This is not one of the hottest periods in pro wrestling. This is one of the biggest down periods as far as a vast audience goes. Oh, what are you Uh, talking about, Sean? They always say in the earnings call, they got more eyeballs than ever. Boy. You know, I will say say this, it – it, it does seem like it wrote itself. I mean, how many times have we talked about, like you just said, on a silver platter, things tend to tend to write themselves. They did the stuff with Bianca when they brought her up where she did those segments where she beat everybody at everything. Yes. Given Sasha Banks's character, there's your story. You know what, you know what she should have beat people at? 
fucking wrestling matches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. would have been helpful. Such it, logic, right? Such it logic. would have had them beat her, her beat people at wrestling matches. Yeah, she's winning a trivial pursuit. Me and like, come on. Bezo Banks says, me and the crew shut down people who said Banks played second fiddle to Flair at TakeOver Brooklyn and did nothing for the revolution. What stupidity? That, that is ridiculous. Uh, Sasha Banks' in-ring acumen is a gigantic part of the women's revolution. I don't think anyone has said that she hasn't done anything for the women's revolution. Oh, there, there, there are a couple. I mean, couple. I, I said, I said I wouldn't put her top five all time, but I don't, I've never uh, disparaged her ability or her contributions ever. A couple trolls. David Dicker says, is Reginald the best heel in the business? If he's the reason Bianca and Banks don't main event. If we're sarcastically applying that tag, Jimmy, to catch you up, people will always hashtag best heel in the business, Baron Corbin, and send the super chats because he's not really. He has the, eh, I don't want to watch this heat. Yeah. Yes, Reginald would have that kind of heat, and it's, Go not away heat. it's not his fault either. It's WWE's fault. He's actually got a lot of talent. He's very good. You seen him flipping around? Wasn't he in Cirque du Soleil? I don't know. I, don't I heard know. something about Mason that. Ryan was, though. Uh, Justin Lopez yeah. says it was a simple build. You built this on respect of Sasha not taking an up and comer that she's heard about from NXT for years. Seriously. Yeah, because I mean, that's not something that Bianca Belair experiences a lot. Most people know that she's the shit. Most people know that she's awesome. Yeah. I mean, they could have done a very easy, uh, um, you know, you want to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You want to one up me, I want to one up you. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many things they could have done that they didn't. And it's always the distraction roll up <sighs> over and over and over and over with the distraction. You know how they said no slap in the thigh, Sean? Yeah. I want to sign no distraction roll ups. We have a successful podcast on this network that branched off into a Twitch channel based on WWE doing that over and over again. We have a show called The Distraction. To yeah. me, it is so dumb. It, it makes is. your... Elite performers and athletes look stupid when they go, huh? Music. The only time I've thought it was creative recently is when Xavier Woods did it with a goddamn horn to mm-hmm. AJ Styles. I thought that was very funny the way that mm-hmm. he did it. Anakin said, also, Bianca won the rubble. That should mean you main event. I don't think that should be a hard and fast rule. I think there are some- title shot. Yeah, you get the title shot. And especially now, mania structured differently now. You don't start with a curtain jerker anymore. Yeah, they typically start with a hot match, end with a hot match. So you start with uh, Bobby Drew, you end with Sasha Bianca. And that's that 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 makes sense to me. I want to. Well, hold on before you before you move on. There there are a lot of things they can put on one night and not the other night too. Braun throwing Shane off of whatever he's throwing thrown off of that can be one night. Meanwhile, Kevin Owens jumping off of whatever he jumps off of can be another night. If they do the battle royal, you got one one night, you got mm-hmm. one the other night. You've still got the IC title and US title matches to split up there's there's these are still going to be two pretty loaded cards it's just oh boy and and we've got a super chat about (laughs) about oh yeah about the thigh slaps evan wright says no thigh slaps but train noises are loud (sighs) boy that that's dumb and then you got whose idea that had to be vince mcmahon's idea had to be It's a stupid one. It though. was absurd that they did that mid-match. It was so stupid. 
And Evan Wright says, waiting on Oscar and Rhea to get the tag title shot. Oh, they will. Yes. This spring, they will. Yes. Oh, they, they might do it next week. They and might then, get a title shot And that will week. be the first time that Rhea takes a pin is in a tag match, probably with Nia and Shayna. Yes, 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 probably. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Monaghan says, what's your thoughts on Peacock now continuing where WWE left off and editing their vault? Does this partly really explain the delay till August? I don't have a problem with them de- like editing the fault they paid for it they can put what they want on there do i like it as a viewer no i i like jeff hawkins approach i'm more of a disclaimer guy than an editing guy but yeah i a hundred percent agree i hundred percent agree and you know i'm, I'm not going to go off on a tangent here about how you know the world has changed and people are easily sensitive hypersensitive now and, and easily offended and all that they want to cancel pepe Le Pew and they want to put one. Nobody really wants to cancel Pepe Le Pew. Nobody really gives a fuck. But there are some people who think that people give a fuck. Like, okay, whatever. Not, but what, what I'm saying is, the times to me, definitely to me, change. Hypersensitivity on on like another side. People are like, oh my god, look what they're taking from me. Nobody, that was kind of you five years ago before you met me, Sean. No, it wasn't. Because you've gotten a lot better. No, no, no. Don't don't even play that bullshit. Sean used to stay up late at night because he'd be so upset about people's Twitter comments. Let's mute Jimmy real quick because Jimmy's ridiculous. So Jimmy's muted. Um, <laughs> anyway, Marco Dominguez says, Pop for Xavier playing uh, AJ's TNA theme on Raw. Did you see that? Did you notice no. that? No. He did it. He he played the horns and they went, oh, he I did. am, I am. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was a very good approach because he was there. A lot of people forget that he was actually there. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, I want, I want to go back to the Peacock thing, and I, I agree with what you said. Mm-hmm. I think that if Peacock wants to pay a billion dollars, they can do whatever the hell they want. But I also agree with what you said. I would much rather they do a disclaimer. Don't get me wrong. I thought the Piper thing at WrestleMania 6 was really stupid. I thought it was stupid then. He did a lot I mean? of stupid shit. Like, he said a lot of weird shit. Back yeah, with that that Bad News Brown, it was just, it was dumb. And But like, I agree what you're saying. is Like, is the time he bad. popped up in 96 and he's like, I'm a lesbian, okay? And I'm like, what are you? What the fuck are you talking about, yeah, man? Yeah. He was a little bit left to center he, sometimes. He went, and it, it, I always thought the funniest part is every time he'd like come back to WWF or WCW or even NWA TNA, he'd like, this is home. This is home to me. And I'm like, man, wherever you're getting your paycheck is home. Did you ever hear about why he did the black and white thing at WrestleMania 6, according to him, what his explanation I was? I remembered uh, some reason, yeah. He claimed that he was trying to do a Michael Jackson impression. Well, that doesn't age well. No, that's what he said. And if you recall, when he got in the ring, he did a little dance. Do you remember that? I do not. Yeah, he did. And I always wondered as a as a kid watching WrestleMania 6 back then, why the hell are you doing this? Makes no sense. Had n- nothing to do with the story going in with Bad News Brown. And apparently that's why he did it. That's what I heard. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we have some, some more super chats. T. Smitty says Disney did a better job of booking Sasha than WWE. Both can have, both can unlock that black woman demographic because they now have two top stars who represent them. Representation and demographics are important in this type of thing. You you want people that you can relate to on these shows. I mean, not not everybody that you're going to enjoy is somebody that you can relate to, but there are a whole lot of people that do want somebody that they can relate to represented on the screen, Jimmy. And he's right about the Mandalorian because you know the, the the classic Paul Heyman thing about accentuate the strengths and hide the hide the weaknesses. Sasha's not the greatest promo in the world. Mandalorian, she only had like one line, but she did a lot of physicality. So they yeah. under they understood what her strengths were. I agree with him on that. Uh yeah, we we I think we're we're good to go. What's next up on the list? 
Did you see the picture of Sasha training at Funaki school? I did not. So Funaki uh, has a school in San Antonio. Sasha Banks was there recently training alongside Bailey, and there was somebody else in the ring. We got the picture, picture put it media one. This is from the Twitter page of uh, Funaki School. Right there on the left in the ring, Sean, who's that? That's Tessa Blanchard. That's Tessa Blanchard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's back from Mexico. She, she's been back from Mexico. Wow, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. What do you th- what do you think now? Obviously, you know the allegations allegations against her aren't great. Uh, yeah, but there she is with Sasha and Bailey. What do you think? Do you think uh, she's getting herself ready? I think she's trying to stay ready. That's okay. what I think. And uh, I've heard of some conversations on another side of things, but you know that I don't know what's planted information at this point because I've heard. I've heard that she's talking to every single company over the last six, seven months. And very little of that ended up amounting to anything, even if it was true. And I'm sure that her team wants her to be looked at in a much different light than she is right now. Oh yeah. But she's, she's got some apologies to make. And I I don't know, I don't know if she wants to make them, let alone if she believes that she even has to do it. I would be shocked if AEW signed her. I'd be shocked because yeah. Tony Khan's got the reputation of being very cognizant about public opinion. Yeah. So I'd be shocked. Uh, okay, my next question. This is going back to WrestleMania. Unless things change, Bad Bunny is now slated for a singles match. What are your thoughts on that? Because uh, you talk about there's got to be confidence in him. There's got to be. There's got to be or something happened. Now, this day and age, I'm not speculating on... Like if somebody's sick or somebody can't be around or anything, but in this day and age, things change and things change really quickly. But if something happens to Damian Priest, whether it be COVID or he comes down with a knee ailment or something like that, you're still you're still got big or bad bunny in that match. Like you got to do it because he's a big time celebrity. I think there's still time to make this a tag team match if they can. Oh, they um, sure is. And the way that I had heard initially was that it was being trained for as if it was a tag team match. But yeah, I guess it. Yeah, but he's got a better a better motor than he did on Monday because as Denise said, he was he was sucking wind by the time he was up on the apron. And <laughs> the Miz, for all that you can say, he does have a motor. You ain't ever gonna see Miz blown up in the ring like I've. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, I mean, Miz is a pro. You know, the question is going to be, what can you get out of Bad Bunny? I, I think back to, say, celebrity singles matches that went well, like Lawrence Taylor, Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. That that went well. Lawrence Taylor was an elite-level athlete. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny's not. So, you know, you have to have a, a, the right dance partner. So we'll see what they're able to do if it sticks with a singles match. But the next thing I wanted to talk about, you know, uh, kind of on the long lines of this Bad Bunny stuff, what did you think of Paul White on Jericho's podcast saying that back in 2014, WWE was going to have Justin Bieber, all, you know, 120 pounds of them, come in for SummerSlam to, to work a six-man tag. It was going to be Justin Bieber, John Cena, and the big show against the Wyatts. And uh, WWE allegedly, according to Paul White, jerked Scooter Braun around. Scooter Braun is Bieber's manager, jerked him around for two weeks, and then Scooter Braun pulled out. What are your thoughts on if that had happened? Well, good. Fuck Scooter Braun. He's a piece of trash. Uh, legitimately, he's a he's a jerk. But um, they they really should have tried to make that happen. They really should have. Imagine the eyeball, Sean, and the and demographic. That, 
And Jimmy, that was an era that that mid 2010s era was one where they were getting a lot of mainstream buzz because they were bringing Ronda Rousey and they were bringing in a lot of people. Right. They were doing really good at it. Now it's okay. Well, if they plant something, it, I don't see a lot of crossover stuff with with Bad Bunny. I know that he's a he's a gigantic star and he's great for WWE. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel as big. Maybe it's the pandemic era. It definitely ain't his fault because he's a bona fide superstar. But yeah, um, I think they really should have capitalized on it, and they really should have done it. I can't believe they didn't. Like, like you know, obviously Bieber. I am not the target demo. Uh, but yeah, Bieber, Bieber, sure, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But, well, did I ever tell you that I own uh, I own an arcade machine that was owned by Justin Bieber? Yes, you did. Yeah, I don't know if I told this story. Was I that have the WrestleFest uh, one. It's the the WWF Superstars. Oh, okay. And a, a friend of mine who you have met named Kelvin got it for me as a housewarming, and it was owned by Justin Bieber's family, his dad, in uh, Stratford, Ontario, Canada. So that's my that's my uh, connection to Justin Bieber. And I wanted to tell another celebrity story, Sean. It's celebrity. It's it's story time today. When did somebody ask us about LeBron James investing in the in the socks? Was that on the Q and A that I did, or was that on the pod last week? Oh, I don't know. Okay, somebody asked a question about what did you think of LeBron James investing in the Red Sox parent company? And I forgot to tell a personally personal LeBron James story, Sean. Tell Have me. I told you the story before? Well, by God, tell me. About when he turned heel in a basketball game? Well, please tell me, God damn it. <laughs> this is a great story. Great story. So you remember when LeBron was on the Heat and uh, and they were winning every year. Dwayne Wade was on the team. Chris Bosh Chris was on the team. Yeah. Several years ago, it's the end of the season. The Miami Heat are in Toronto to play the Raptors. The Heat already have the, the playoff position locked up. And the rumor going into the game was that LeBron wasn't going to play because they didn't want to risk injury. Yeah. Right. So I was sitting uh, courtside and, and I was sitting next to the visitor's bench. So the heat bench was about 15 feet away from me or so. And I was sitting on the end of the row, meaning that I was right next to the, to the visitor's bench. LeBron wasn't there. Dwayne Wade wasn't there. Chris Bosh wasn't there. And people were complaining that they weren't there. National Anthem start. I stand up and I kind of stood out in the aisle a little bit when the National Anthem started. Somebody taps me on the shoulder. I turn around. It's uh, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. Cause I was standing in the aisle. So they come out and LeBron is wearing, you know, when they wear like the, the, the sweats, the, the sweat outfit, yeah, yeah, he's wearing that. The yeah. The warm up outfit. He keeps it on the, the whole game. Doesn't play the whole game. Right. By the fourth quarter, LeBron's sitting on the bench in that outfit and the entire crowd, 20,000 people. We want LeBron. We want LeBron. And I'm staring right at LeBron James and he's staring out onto the court. You know how he's got that serious look, right? He's yeah. staring out onto the court, and then he does this, Sean. He goes like this. He goes like this. He stands up. He puts his hands on, you know, he got snaps on the, on, the, on the tearaways. Yeah. He puts his hands on the snaps. He power walks into the center of the court. The whole crowd pops. Then he stops. He turns around, goes back to the bench, and sits down. <laughs> and as soon as he did it, the whole crowd went from cheering him to booing him. And uh, I was, I was laughing. I was like, that was awesome. That I, was uh, awesome. A Toronto native, Joey Votto, our franchise first baseman, trolls fans like that all the time. Like he'll, he'll field a ground ball or, or to, uh, that's a foul or something like that. And he'll, you know how they throw it to the audience. Yeah. He'll, he'll pretend he's throwing it to the audience and he just underhands it to an umpire. <laughs> well, one I of my favorite, awesome. 
one of my favorite clips ever was him at spring training right after he had signed his new big contract. And there's this kid going, Mr. Votto, Mr. Votto, sign my autograph, sign my autograph. And he that goes, was I don't you, s- wasn't it, John? Yeah, yeah, right. He <laughs> says, I don't sign for Cubs fans. And some guy goes, hey, man, he's just a kid. He goes, I don't sign for kids either. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, I'll tell you one other one other quick LeBron story just because it's interesting. My God. So so I'll I'll make it quick, but people will find this interesting. So I'm in the second row. There's one row ahead of me and the concession girl comes over. You know, do you guys want anything? LeBron walks over and goes, you have any M&Ms? And the girl looks at him and goes, how are you going to pay for it? And the guy in front of me says, I'll pay for it. So she gets him a bag of M&Ms, right? The second she handed LeBron James that bag of M&Ms, I mean the second she handed him the bag of M&Ms, he immediately flipped it to one of the trainers, you know, one of the one of the, the towel guys, whatever. Yeah. Guy opens up the bag of M&Ms and he spreads it out in three cups of Gatorade, right? And he gives each cup of Gatorade. LeBron gets one, Dwayne Wade gets one, Chris Bosh gets one. The three of them then sit on the bench <laughs> eating the M&Ms out of the Gatorade cup like that. <sighs> And I was, I was kind of listening and they did it because they don't have a deal with Mars. Oh, okay. yeah. They had to hide that he was eating the M&M. So that's why they were doing it out of the Gatorade cups. I thought that was very interesting. And the, and the, and the cool thing about that, that story is when the game ended, LeBron walks over to the guy that gave him the M&Ms, takes mm-hmm. off his headband and gives it to the guy. And I, I said to the guy, that's the best investment you could have made. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. My yeah. God, that is pretty cool. See, uh, I told you you'd find that interesting. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. Music of Moonsault says, watching live for a change, normally catch the pod later and watching old Raws and Smackdowns this time. But since Peacock sucks, I'll give my dollars to you. Uh, yeah, Peacock is not a good service, but I think they're sending me a meat and cheese tray. So I'm going to say yes. that it's a great service. So uh, subscribe to Peacock, even though I canceled mine. Did you? Uh, oh, immediately. I'm going to try to find a different method. It was, it's really not great. Why explain? Cause I haven't seen it. You can't pause. You can't rewind. The, the library is not robust. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is just not a good, not good. Is it but, because they're still, you know, they're still adding? Well, they, they didn't. They didn't do pause and rewind for live before this. So, don't you have access to the regular network until nope. Mania, or is yeah, it done now? No, it's it's right before that. Right before that, it it goes off. So we have, might it right have now, to use. Though, yeah, might have to use my friends at Surfshark.com. <laughs> use that code Fightful. Get my VPN. Kevin Langoff says. The main event thing is getting toxic. I am, I mean, I'm pro Sasha and Bianca, but if they don't get it, it's okay. Um, just happy to see this match live. Well, I mean, 
to you, it might not be a big deal. Yes. To millions of people that are represented by these two women and their fans, just in general, regardless of color or gender or representation, it's a big deal. Like, I don't think you guys, some of you guys understand how big of a deal this is until you see how big of a deal this is. For example, Shad Gaspard, MVP, in tears at Kofi Kingston winning a championship at WrestleMania. Yeah. These are two grizzled, traveled guys, and they got emotional over this. I cannot put myself in the shoes of somebody else that 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 I don't share representation with and say, well, not that big of a deal, because I have seen on Twitter why it is such a big deal. I had we're gonna talk about it later, but great Kali into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I see why they're doing it, and I see why there's a whole lot of people that care about it, and we'll, we'll get into that. But Yeah, no, I, I want to say one thing, though. To, to me, the Sasha-Bianca thing, it's it's not just about color. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't think that they look at it, Sasha and Bianca look at it like, we want a main event because we want to be the first two women of color. I think of CM Punk. CM Punk was a guy who did it all. He was a former WWE champion. He got to wrestle The Undertaker at WrestleMania, which is a bucket list thing. Yeah. And CM Punk, the guy who did it all, never got to main event WrestleMania and was very public about the fact that he never got to main event WrestleMania. When you are a talent that gets to that level, I think you look at the, the main event of WrestleMania as kind of the pinnacle. And I think Sasha Banks, and I, I don't want to speak for her, but I think Sasha Banks looks at it like, I don't necessarily want a main event because I want to represent my race. I want to represent, I want a main event because that is the pinnacle of what we do. Well, I mean, it can be both. I, I, I do I don't want to speak for anything like that. No, 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 but it's not just about race. They they look at it like it's the pinnacle of what they do. Uh, Music in Moonsault says, wasn't 2014 the year Cena was champion and got murdered by Brock? I can't remember if he was champion or not, but he did get murdered by Brock. Brock 14, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember if that was a title match or not. I can't remember either. It might have been. But So that's what they did. They went from a six-man tag to Cena get a slaughter by Brock that year. It was a world title match. I forgot about that. It was Brock Lesnar beating his ass for 16 minutes. I remember. Was it 16 title. minutes? It felt like it was like five minutes. That yeah. match. Yeah. It was he whipped his ass for a long time. Evan Wright says, went crazy when Omega yelled, bigger than Ibushi. I got that on my list. Uh let, let's talk more about Mania and then we'll we'll circle back. Uh, because I want to stick with the Mania stuff. Okay. My next question for you is this. Do you think that Daniel Bryan, you, you've reported that he's going to be probably added to the Universal title match to make it a triple threat. Uh, and Charlotte Flair, you know, there's speculation she might be added to the Raw Women's title match. Personally, I'm disappointed if Bryan gets added because I feel like he's there to take the fall. I, I do too. Yeah? That's I do your thought? Yeah? Yeah. You're, you're mean, distracted. I, what are you doing? You're distracted. I mean, I, what, what more do you want to say? Yeah, I think he's there to take the pin. I think Edge probably pins him, but... You want to talk about fumbling something. Edge came back after 10 years off. <laughs> 10 years off. And broke his neck. <laughs> they didn't think he could take a bump again. And he had some of the best promos of his life last year. And then yep. this year, they fumbled his promos so bad that they had to add another guy. What? And they had to add another guy that gets like 200 title shots, but they had to keep screwing him out of it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Roman Reigns should win this. What Mania program so far has been booked well? What has or hasn't? Yeah, what has? Can you, is, there, is there one Mania program? So far I've said there's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches confirmed. Have any of those been booked well? So let me see. Uh, Braun and Shane, no. no. Fiend and Orton, no. no. Asuka and Rhea, no. no. 
Bad Bunny and Miz. Yeah, that might be the best book. To, okay, no. I think Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre maybe has been. I think I think it has been because it gives you a reason. Because Drew wants to go after the guy that took that caused him to take his title. I think that's the best book thing so far. Uh, arguably, the top three booked feuds are that Bad Bunny and Miz and New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos and. And it, the the Monday match has grown on me. Kofi beating AJ after AJ went on his hot streak because Kofi is a former world champion. Yep. It's just distraction. Uh, but the comedy between those two teams has been really good. I think that one probably has appealed to me the most so far. As crazy as it is, yeah. I think I think New Day against AJ Styles and Omos. AJ Styles is the man. Like yeah. they can literally give that guy just a bag of shit and say, "Go out there and make it work," and he can. Yeah, you know, he's he's been great, but otherwise it's been kind of questionable. So you, let's talk about the theme. What were your thoughts on his return at Fastlane? Well, let's uh, get the super chat. Dante says Tessa can probably host the WWE Hall of Fame in about ten years. Uh, I love it. Uh, what did I think of his return? I'm I'm so over everything about the Fiend. I'm done with it. I'm not entertained by it. Yeah, my issue was, and maybe I'm being nitpicky a little bit. Maybe so. I thought the gear looked great. The attire looked yeah. great. Uh, it looked legitimately scary. Like he looked like a movie, a movie monster kind of thing. They put a lot of effort into it. It looked great. You know what bothered me about Fastlane? And tell me if I'm being nitpicky. The fact bumped, that it existed. Well, okay, maybe aside from that, he bumped on the RKO. Yeah. And I, I watched that and I thought to myself, you're doing it again. Like he literally just popped up out of the out of the ring and you're already doing it again where he's showing he's already showing uh um weakness taking the bump on the rko even though he popped up because he always pops up yeah but he still bumped on the rko and i watched that and i thought you're just you've just proved that you're gonna do the same shit again you know what i mean yeah so i'm i'm kind of over it too i look at it like another reinvention they've done seven or eight different it feels reinventions of, of bray wyatt it feels like it's another one and so I'm over it too. And then here's my other question for you, Sean. When he's done with Randy Orton, when the program's done, and granted, they might go for another th- three years, but when the program is done, is he going to keep wearing that gear, do you think, that, that burned-up gear? Um, fuck, I hope this doesn't last long. It's like a shitty Yeti-esque thing. Yeah, a little bit. That's what it reminded me of, a little bit. Uh, it's, it's, it's like, so, I'm just so done with it. And... Uh, I don't think they've even announced this as a Firefly Funhouse match, have they? No. Oh, no. God. So I'm, I'm going to mention what I think they should do. They should make, especially if they're going to do long shows, they should make cinematic matches the norm and rarely advertise them. Like, I think, or, or I mean, hey, or maybe do it. But, like, this should be the intermission for Sunday. Is this airing as a cinematic match? Monday night or, or Saturday night? surprise us have austin just beaten up somebody in a cinematic match or something like that or some sort of thing like that yeah they know they can take their dump get their popcorn whatever they need (laughs) to do and it'll air on the screens throughout the venue too would you want to take a dump at raymond james stadium given hell no (laughs) hell no isaiah place has any news on tessa blanchard marshall end up um but you probably want to rewind the show uh one question per super chat though but we'll answer this one how long is Andrade's no compete clause? If he has one, it'd be 90 days. I don't know if he has one or not. It is, uh, we got some conflicting information. Kevin Langhoff says Jason Baker posted a fiend death certificate. It intrigues me. 
The problem is all the good stuff not making it on TV. Nothing intrigues me about that anymore. And I, I appreciate that it does for you, Kevin, and you're more than than uh entitled to that. It's just they have they've just it's like every time, womp, womp, womp. This is like the third or fourth reboot of The Fiend. And The Fiend was like the third or fourth reboot of Bray Wyatt, Jimmy. Right. Yeah. yeah. I have never seen somebody that they have consistently screwed up with regularity like this guy. It, yeah, and, and again, for, for me, part of my issue as a fan, and again, like you just said, if people love it, that's cool. Like, just because I don't like it doesn't mean you can't. The problem for me is the logic. Like, for example, Fastlane, Randy Orton was fresh as a daisy. One sister Abigail, he gets pinned by Alexa Bliss. One sister Abigail. Yeah. Then on Raw, he's fresh as a daisy. One sister Abigail, he's unconscious. And so I look at that and I think, okay, so now you're going to go into Mania. You're going to work for 10, 15 minutes. You're going to take a sister Abigail and you're going to kick out. Yep. Uh, it's tough for me from a logic perspective to accept it. Just is. It just we have some is. super chats, guys. Get yours in. Also, please leave a thumbs up while you're here. Evan says, hope Fiend takes a dump in Orton's gym bag. Legitimately. They should play off of all that stuff. That's what the, the John Cena thing was. The it Bloody played, Mary? Yeah, they could pour a Bloody Mary on or on Alexa Bliss. Pour a Bloody Mary on Alexa Bliss. Do that. It, it, they played off of a lot of those things that long-term fans knew about. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Throwback says, what do you guys think about WWE's 50 greatest women's list? Having Nia at 36 and Kaylee Ray at 48 is BS. She's a 500-plus day champion, and with their cry- criteria, she should be higher. I give no thought to it i I never even heard about it to be honest yeah it's it's a thing on peacock i don't think about it i don't consider it i thought it was weird that they included the bella twins as one person and then on the graphic and then on the graphic they put two brie bellas up there that was yes (laughs) yes um i so i don't think of it there very much it's all subjective and it's all like somebody making a personal thing i don't i never pay much attention to that or the PWI 500, although I respect it and it means a lot to the people that, that get voted on. Yeah. It doesn't to me. Uh, 69 named Deegan says WWE abuses Brady's ability to reinvent himself. They really do. Yeah, and I true. think they do it because they just know that he'll be able to do it again. It's just a lost opportunity. I mean, you, you remember when the Fiend debuted at SummerSlam with Finn Balor? Yeah. That was the talk of that event. Yes, it was. Everybody was talking about how great that was. And that was his peak. He peaked in his debut as the Fiend. Yeah. So, and I, I was there for it in yep. Toronto. Home, oh my God, it was so great. A uh, sixty-nine named Deegan says, "Thank you for rep- understanding representation." Well, I appreciate you. Uh, Myron Pereira says, "Good morning, guys. Which which would each of you pick on your Mount Rushmore of WrestleMania? This year's event doesn't even feel like Mania. Hope they book it well. Well, whether Mount I like Rushmore him or hate, of WrestleMania, yeah, whether I like him or hate him, Hogan's got to be on there. Oh yeah." Shawn Michaels was Mr. WrestleMania. Yep. Undertaker had the streak. Yep. And I'd probably put Becky on there because of the history that she made. But I understand if some people think that maybe the, the criteria isn't quite there. But those, yeah. those are my four. Uh, for me, it would definitely got to put Hogan on there. You got to put, I think I'd put Stone Cold on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Taker's got to be there. Shawn Michaels has to be there. That'd be my four, I think. QTA25 says, can't wait to see Laredo Kid tonight on aew uh yeah he is exceptional exceptional and rob reed says did you guys talk about the peacock censoring out certain segments of wwe content i did but you know what if you want to let your peacock fly and not get (laughs) censored check out our buddies at bluechew.com 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> BlueChew.com, that unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable format at a fraction of the cost. And hey, maybe if you've got maybe you got a tape library of your own, if you know what I'm saying, and you're looking to add to it. You're you're not looking to wait until like August. No, you want to add that content now. Well, you better make sure that your performance is up to par. You don't have to have a problem to use Blue Chew. It's about that confidence. It's about that performance. And those tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections and get that confidence up. It is an online prescription service. No visit to the doctor's office. No awkward conversations. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, so they prepare and ship direct cheaper than a pharmacy they will get you the active ingredient that you need, and there is a right one. You take a quick quiz. They match you up with that active ingredient, and you got that extra confidence. You got that extra performance, and you are ready for a WrestleMania moment. They don't, you don't need to be going out to the pharmacy and all that stuff. Maybe, maybe you're sitting in your side yard getting that WrestleMania dick tan instead. It's got to get some color to it. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy knows what I mean. He's nodding his head off the camera. He's like, yep. Yep, I understand. WrestleMania dick tan, uh, of course. And when you use I trademarked that, that on a t-shirt. Let's, let's mute Jimmy real quick. Uh, use that code FIGHTFUL. Get your first shipment free. Jimmy's just giving me the thumbs up. Like, yep, man, completely understand it. Completely get it. Use that code FIGHTFUL. Get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. You truly cannot beat this deal, my friend. Hey, Jimmy, what's up? You know, whenever your voice trails up on the on the segue, you know, like if you want to get your whenever you do that trail up, you yeah. pop Camillo every week. Good. Well, and I, I think to me, that's probably what I look forward to the most. I want to see. OK, let's see what is what his little pitch is going to do to get into the segue. So that he can pop your, Camillo. Pitch, your pitch won't be little when you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got super chats. Uh, by the way, guys, turn off your goddamn caps lock in our chat. It is like it is a very easy thing to do. Please turn it off. But Matthew Garrett says, Balor coming back to the main roster soon? No, I think we're more likely to see Karrion and Cross come up than Finn Balor. Yeah, I don't think we will. I actually wanted to talk about NXT too. Uh, man, there's so much stuff I still want to talk about. Let's talk about NXT. It feels to me, tell me if you think I'm I'm right or wrong. It feels to me like NXT has just been losing momentum. Yep. Uh, and AEW is gaining momentum. I understand that Revolution was a step back for them. But they've been gaining momentum, I think, in comparison. And uh, I feel like WWE recognized it, which is why they took the steps required to get Walter back in. What do you think? That they needed to. And for their biggest event of the year, they needed to. They needed as many attractions as possible. Two nights. I think it made a whole lot of sense to bring Walter in. And I I think they should keep him around for a while. What I would have done if I were them, I would have been like, all right, Walter, before you head back over to the States, we're going to have you film like 10 squash matches over the the course of two weeks in the UK. We'll run that over the next few months when we need to, because they don't have fans. What's it matter? WWE's odd resistance to utilizing stuff in the can like that. Like when they had John Cena in Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. doing some squash matches, who gives a shit? I don't think they think about it, Sean. It's, it's so weird to not think about it. If I had John Cena there for a week, even to film that I'd be like, listen, man, can you film some stuff? Like, three or four squash matches and people mm-hmm. could say, what does it lead to? Here's my answer. Absolutely fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Get him on your show. They do stuff that doesn't lead to anything all the time. So I hope they keep Walter around for a while. Um, 
while they can. Uh, I had heard that Walter doesn't like being in the U.S. for long stretches. Could be. But, yeah, but you know what? The U.K. obviously has been one of the hotspots worldwide for COVID. If you're able to get him in, take advantage of it. And there's no way they're going to bring him in for a week. He's here for, I bet you, at least a month, you'd think. Yeah. Rob Wilkins says, just try to do a 990-pound squat. I failed. Vince wins. I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> I have no clue what that means. Matthew Garrett says, with the announcement of the Thunderdome, will the new location host fans going forward? I wouldn't count on it, but I know that they have reached out to some venues around the States to possibly set up their touring stuff in the future. So that's a good idea. That's, that's a good news. Uh, credit to John Alba for having that location locked down, by the way. Ray Callahan says, Fiend failed once he hit the U.S. soil. We broke him. <laughs> it wasn't we. It was they. It was WWE. WWE broke him. They shit the bed. Get in those super chats, those thumbs up, guys. Jason McGill says, is there fire behind the smoke with Don Callis directly mentioning Kota Ibushi on the Impact promo? Omega versus Ibushi in the States forthcoming? Well, we had that super chat earlier about him saying bigger than Ibushi. I mean, I don't see why they couldn't or why they wouldn't, but I don't think that Omega is going to beat Ibushi for the double title. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know if New Japan would allow that. that. Omega was actually on my list, so we'll talk about it. So they're continuing with the cross-promotional stuff. Like you said, he was on Impact. He mentioned Ibushi. He's got uh, Rich Swan at Rebellion, which they moved to a Sunday. They moved yes, it off. The, they moved it off April 24 because UFC was probably going to crush him. So now it's going to be on Sunday the 25th. But he's got Rich Swan title for title. Looks like he's also got a program with Christian uh, in AEW going on at the same time. So, what do you think? Do you think he's gonna? Do you think he's gonna beat Rich Swan for the uh, for the Impact Championship? That sounds to me like that could happen. Yes, I think he will. And I think that's the reason they did the, oh, well, it's sanctioned about, it's the TNA title sanctioned. It's so Omega can hold two more belts. And yeah, okay. And then where do you think they go from here? Do you think he might end up on NWA television, maybe even Ring of Honor television? Uh, Nick Aldis ain't dropping that title belt to Kenny Omega. He doesn't have to drop it to him, but could Omega at least make an appearance in the NWA, do you think? I don't see any upside for that unless he's taking that title. Right. Behind yeah. the behind the fight paywall, Evan Wright says his impact making a new title or using both belts. I think they very much um very much uh wanted to do two title belts there. Um but I, I think that's why. And Matthew Garrett says Omega's overt sexual references are strange. I'd like them to stop. I don't take him serious at all. You would have hated a fellow by the name of Rocky Maivia, let me tell you, because he did that on a weekly basis. Yeah, and I, I should tell you, not that I want to go too deep, but uh, Sean and I talked off camera when Omega was promoting his documentary, which aired on TSN in Canada, and he was doing the media rounds up in Toronto. He was on the Canadian version of The View. You know, there's a, a women's talk show. I don't know what they call it, the social, I think. Mm-hmm. All they talked about, and I told Sean this, all they talked about was Kenny Omega's sexuality. The whole interview. And I was sitting there watching and thinking, this is a little bit weird. I mean, I get it's mainstream talk, and those girls don't know pro wrestling, and so they probably found like that was maybe better targeted to their audience. Yeah. That's all they talked about was Kenny Omega's sexuality, the whole interview. So, I am Lucha says, happy Wednesday, gentlemen. Any thoughts on who they might want to give the next tag titles to since Thorkin is out? Well, it was weird to me that they didn't just pivot and have done defend them but with – with birch yep. that was weird to me I, I don't even know if they know what they're doing i mean triple h has been quarantining too 
They got Hunter yeah. and uh, Road Dog running the show, or uh, Sean and Road Dog running the show. Sean wearing a bandana because no one's no one's told and, him that that's not effective. And by the way, it's it's Birch that's injured, not Lorkin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it would be. Yeah, I think it would be. It would have made sense for for Dunn to defend those. So uh, who do I think they'll go on to? Probably Legato del Fantasma or somebody like that. That would you know how you know how typically me. typically after Mania they do a reset typically. Mm-hmm. And maybe they won't this year. Maybe we're going to see Bobby and Drew wrestle on three more pay-per-views. And we're going to see Sasha and Bianca wrestle on three more pay-per-views. But typically they reset, and that's when you have new programs and new challengers. Yeah. NXT needs it badly, man. Oh, do they ever. It's the same guys every friggin' time. And I understand Karrion Cross got hurt, and it was what it was. And I kind of assume a takeover, they're going to kind of do a re-coronation of Karrion Cross. But it's the I, I same think- group of talent. Oh, I think Karrion Cross is moving up. That's what I think. I, that's what I think. 69 names Deegan says, I heard Walter doesn't travel because he likes, doesn't like to be away from his family and daughter. I mean, yeah, I, I can't blame him. Yeah. I can't blame him at all. And that would make a lot of sense. Matthew Garrett said, thoughts on Steph's comments recently on Vince stepping down. Thought they were very self-aware. I thought, as opposed to all the PR stuff that we see put out there, makes a whole lot of sense. I, I feel like she was honest. Yeah, I mean, she she said that they can't do a person to person transfer uh, transition. Yes. So she so she said you can't take one person and put it in Vince's shoes. That's fair, but at the same time, you know, when you look at say Vince day to day, I mean, he heads up creative, and yeah, he has decisions that he makes in terms of business, but he also has a team around him in terms of business. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he didn't even cut the 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 Fox deal or the, or the uh, USA deal. Like Hunter mm-hmm. was was heavily involved in that. The Peacock deal was Nick Khan. And so I feel like Hunter is the natural guy because he could do the creative end. He's mm-hmm. already got the business acumen because he was part of the NBC Universal deal. And then he can just circle himself with the same executives to handle any aspect that he's not familiar with and focus on creative. So she's putting her dad over by saying sure. that there can't be a person-to-person transition, but I think Hunter's more than capable. We have some super chats. Zelo Diggs says, if you want a Hall of Famer to electrocute your sack and make you see his evil – bluechew.com code fightful let's talk about the hall of fame real quick jimmy yes. because I, I want that on here uh i reported yesterday uh, rob van dam is going into the hall of fame very excited for them to say that fucking newsweek broke it or whatever but yep. hey more power to him uh great Kali is going in good i mean he did a lot of great things for wrestling in india quite frankly still is still is and you could say even beyond his in-ring stuff the contributor wing like his contributions to wrestling. I love the picture of him holding Jinder's title. I love it. I love it. Because <laughs> Jinder, Jinder wasn't going to do shit. Yeah. And then Kane is in. Uh, Batista is not in this this field. Uh, Daniel Bryan is not. That was an error. That was an it error, seems yeah. very much they're, they're doing some stuff that people who deserve it, but that fans won't necessarily be like, oh my God, we had to had to have that. To be honest with you, this is a very deep class. And, and, you know, part of me is, is finds it interesting that they're going this deep on a class with no live fans or whatever it is that they're planning. Eric Bischoff, I mean, he could headline. If anybody deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, Eric Bischoff should be in the Hall of Fame. He completely well, changed NWO, the way that they present NWO television. still going in? Uh, that's part of the 2020 class. Yeah, they're supposed to be. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's weird for them to not just add He him. could get two in the same night. That'd be a new record. That, that would be. That would be. Yeah. But I, I like these Hall of Fame inductions. And we just got a, a rush of super chats. Holy crap. Um, 
Rob Reed says, have you seen or heard Renee Paquette's interview with Britt Baker? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's fantastic. Um, she was very comfortable with, with Renee uh, exposed a lot of the, the backstage stuff too. About Adam was, Cole watching her match and all that. Yeah. Game. Just yeah. a ton of good stuff. Yeah. Isaiah plays said, should WWE end the brand split? Cause raw is just terrible. No. And let me tell you why, because I personally covered all those SmackDowns before they had a brand split. And it was two shows a week that sucked instead of one most week because they would just redo the same thing. Can't tell you how many Dean Ambrose rematches I sat through. Do you, and, and let me just let me just add, they're getting like two sixty five a year for Raw and like two fifty a year for SmackDown. You think they're going to end that? Exactly. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Kevin Langoff says I do want Sasha and Bianca main eventing. Uh, this will be the first uh, main event with a crowd and could be the big first one on one match. I understand how big it is. Besides the other factors, I know you get it. I'm just saying. I see why it is a big deal to some people. And you know what? Look, look at the fact. Look, look at the reaction Bianca got for winning the Rumble. Yeah, it was. She, it was she got a lot of mainstream press out of that. You can just you know elevate that if, uh, and especially if she goes over at WrestleMania. Kevin Langoff says, "Appreciate everything Fightful does. Best news source here. Period. I appreciate you." Anakin asks, "What do we see main eventing Takeover? Uh, EO and Raquel, and then Finn Balor and Karrion Cross. It's already announced. Yeah. So there, yeah. there you go." Um, gosh, a bunch more. Matthew Garrett says, I think her comments, Steph's comments show that WWE are thinking about the next steps, right? No, I don't think so. I think it shows that somebody asked her that question and she felt obligated to answer it. You are spot on. You're spot on. She was asked that question. Yeah. Kevin, thank you so much for the kind words. Reminder guys, after these super chats, we'll be heading over to, uh, fightfulselect.com for the wow, list. The goes on live. Yeah. Live. Jimmy's got some stuff to talk about over there. Uh, Rob Reed says, if we don't get a WrestleMania segment with RVD and Riddle, I'll be very upset. They gotta do that, Jimmy. If they don't do it, was that again? RVD and Riddle? Yes. It'll be a lot better than Riddle Sheamus again. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, the match is going to be great, but I don't a million times. No interest at all, yeah. Michelle says, after Mania, who do you see coming to the main roster and who do you see getting released? I'm not going to speculate on who's going to get fired. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't like to do that. I see Karrion Cross getting called up. and. Strangely enough, I see somebody like Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro getting called up because WWE is going to go, oh, shit, we need tag teams. And I think I think Kevin Owens up. needs to go down to NXT. Kevin Owens is kind of in a, a holding pattern a little bit. And he'd be a big star there, too. And he would enjoy it, too. Josh Ho says, hey, guys, first time catching you live and Super Chat. Well, thank you. Says, I want to I say I love you guys. Happy birthday to the GOAT himself, Undertaker. Oh, Undertaker. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're what not is one he of those. Now? He's got to be what, 55? 234. Um, we're not one of those sites that's like, hey, it's this guy's birthday. Time for a full article, but <laughs> happy birthday to the man. And Justin Lopez says, you have to figure on night one, they'll bring out the 2020 class in front of the Mania crowd, and night two, the 2021 class. That's a great idea. They should do that. They absolutely should. I think that makes an awful lot of sense, Jimmy. Um, more sense than Joel Pearl getting the fightful championship does. Um, it was a great matchup. Um, it was a series of great matchups, as a matter of fact. Mm. And uh, the finish, I still don't know how Joel was able to get the guy on his shoulders like that, man. Like it was, it was impressive effort. I didn't know he had but, had any training. Before we get into this, I want to say throwback says, hell yeah, give me Bala versus Walter at TakeOver. They ain't doing that at TakeOver. They're doing Ciampa and Walter at TakeOver. Walter, right, right. Bala, but Bala. yeah, that, that'd be a great match for sure. But um, 
I am so sick of this gimmick. Oh, Dante V says, back when birthdays were men. I love that. Um, Melissa is here. Melissa is not happy. And there's a good reason why Melissa is not happy. Because I think now she can see clearly. She's thinking clearly. But Jimmy, I'm exposing you. Okay, so first, I think that Melissa should boo herself because she was unable to defend the Fightful Championship mm. and she forced my hand. Yeah, she didn't force so anything. This, this this was a conspiracy of laziness, ineptness, and just overall mismanagement. I don't and have a clue what you're referring to. I'm going to show it to everybody right now. Oh, yeah. I've been better. Some asshole just woke me up. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I am going to kick Joe Pearl's ass. I'm going to do it in the streets of Toronto. I'm going to do it on the beaches of Rio. I'm going to kick the living shit out of Joe Pearl. Melissa wasn't even awake. Now, I know she doesn't care enough to show up to work. I know that. That's obvious. But... This is a disgrace. This is this is bad booking. I'm I'm shooting Jimmy from the hip. From the hip. This is bad booking. You conspired to do this. I don't know what your what your fetish is with Joe Pearl. And I've already heard that his finishing move is called the Pearl Necklace, so I don't even want to know what that's about. But what what's the deal with this? Let's go to the list goes on fightfulselect.com. Well, we've, we've got, Have we've a got good day, everybody. We, we got super chats. 69 names. Deegan says, we get it. Sean, you were screwed, but kitty cat. Rhea Oscar announced for night two. Kevin Langoff says, I rewatched the Rofter mania when Roman beat taker 15 minute chance to Roman. How times have changed. I want a hashtag hashtag Joel's pearl necklace. Here's some information on the Peacock switch. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.